Mark chapter 10 and verse 47. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. So there was a, uh, an older lady whose sons, they grew up, left home, became successful. And mom was getting elderly. Their father had died. So they wanted to honor their mother. The Bible says, Honor your father and mother. That's what we should do. So they wanted to do some things, and so uh, they bought some gifts for their mom. One built her a big house, like a big house. The second said, I send her a, uh, I send her a brand new Tesla, but with a driver. And the third one said, I got you both beat. You know how much mom enjoys reading the Bible? Well, I bought her a parrot. And this is a special parrot. It memorized the whole Bible. And all she has to do is say chapter and verse, like Mark chapter 10 and verse 47. And the parrot will just recite the verse for mom. And so a mom, the mom sent a thank you letter to the sons for all the gifts. Milton, she wrote one son. The house you built is so huge. But I only live in one room. But I have to clean the whole house. Gerald, she wrote to another. I am too old to travel. I stay most of the time at home, so I rarely use the Tesla. And the driver is so rude. And then she wrote, Dearest Donald, she wrote to her third son. You have the good sense to know what your mother really likes. And then she said, P.S., the chicken was absolutely delicious. <laughs> I'd like to preach on the thought of a message from Mark chapter 10 to verse 47. It said that <laughs> blind Bartimaeus began to cry out when he had heard it was Jesus. And I want to preach on the thought of a message remarkable, remarkable. When we were coming back from conference, we stopped many, many times to use the restroom. And in one of the rest stops, there was a, a big billboard and they had this picture and it said Southern hand washing technique. And then under it had some hot chicken in the picture. And it said, wash your hands like you just ate a plate of hot chicken and need to take out your contacts. And it said, that, that's like 20 seconds, y'all. And I thought that was so funny, I took a picture of it. Well, if something is remarkable, it's something that you remark about. Have you ever seen something that was so amazing? What do you do now? You take a picture of it, you share it, you upload it to Facebook, and then the comments start rolling in. Have you ever read the comments on a news story? You read a news story, and then there's like a thousand comments. And I told my wife, the comments many times... They're better than the news story. It's like Comedy Central when you're reading that. You've never done that before? What are they doing? They're saying something in that news story was remarkable. And we're going to say something about it. Well, I want to look at three things. The Bible says that, first of all, he heard of Jesus. You know that God is remarkable. God is remarkable. And uh, one of the common refrains that you learn, you kind of learn a Christian language when you get saved. You start saying stuff like, hallelujah, or praise God. And even when God 
When, when one of God's children meets another of God's children, we might say, what's up? We might say, how you doing? But you know, one of the things that Christians, it's just in there. After a while, when you meet someone, what do you say to them? God, bless you. Why? Because that's what God does to his children. That's what God does to people. Let me tell you, it's not hard to serve God. When you get to God, God blesses you. And that's when you're going to, and then sometimes people are going through something and you see someone, you're like, Man, brother, God bless you because we know that the doctors can't do it and the job can't do it. But I got news. There's one that can. And it's remarkable. And you say, God bless you. Why? Because when everybody else says it can't be done, there's still a God. And you know what? The jury's out and the jury's back in. God can do it. God is remarkable. The Bible says that God is remarkable. Moses found that there was a remarkable God. He was out in the desert. You know, it's amazing. It took 40 years to get Egypt into Moses. He was in Egypt for 40 years. Then he was out in the desert. How long? 40 years. Took 40 years to get to Egypt out of Moses. And then another 40 years, God was used by God to lead a great nation of Israel. The Bible says he was out in the middle of the desert. And the Bible said, And the angel of the Lord in Exodus chapter 3 and verse 2, appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. Now, as a boy, I've lit stuff on fire before. (sighs) When I lived in Russia, we had this stuff called pook. And that sounds like someone's name, like pookie. No, but this pook. And it looked like cotton. And it would just go onto the ground. It would just float down to the ground. And you could buy a box of matches for one kopeck. And that's like one penny, right? So you'd buy, and they the old box of matches, not the one where you flip up the match top. This was a box of matches and the hard wooden matches. You, I was in fourth grade. Don't let your fourth grade kids do this, but I did. So <laughs> it was a different world, okay? So you'd go out to the playground and you'd light the match, and you'd throw it on the pook. And it was like all kind of connected, and it would just be like something out of a fantasy movie. It would just go like, and it was on dirt, so it wouldn't light a prairie fire, right? But it would just kind of disappear, and so we would go buy 100 boxes of matches for one ruble, which is like a dollar. This is in Russia, and just we'd light stuff on fire. And something, when you, I know, but that's what boys do, okay? And you know what? Your kids would do that if you let them, because kids are curious, right? And it probably makes some YouTube videos, okay? But... You ever seen the kid blow out the candles and they dip their hair in the candles and catch their hair on fire and they're like this and like, ah, putting the hair out. Kids don't understand fire, right? So, but the Bible says here, and behold, Exodus chapter three, there was something remarkable about that bush. You see, when you burn something, it gets consumed, right? Behold, the bush burned with fire and the bush was not consumed. Isn't that something? The Bible said that the bush was on fire and there's a lot of things in the desert that get just just probably light on fire. They're dry and different things. But as he began to look, maybe he kind of noticed it. He's like, hey, there's a bush on fire. No big deal. No call in the fire department. And then maybe a few minutes later, he's walking around and he's like, wait, what? And he looked back and that same bush was on fire, but the bush was still there. And then Moses said, man, that's remarkable. And that's not what he said, but he said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, 
why the bush is not burnt. You know, if Moses was in 2021, you know what he would have done? He would have taken a video of it with his iPhone. He would have uploaded it to Facebook and it would have gone viral, right? The Bible said, why? Because it was remarkable. Why? Because you see, God does remarkable things. The Bible said the Lord saw that he turned aside to see. You see, the Bible shows that God knows what's going on. You know, God knows what's going on in our life. God knows what we're facing and God cares. The Bible said God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here am I. You know, it's remarkable that God does things, but God calls unto us. And you know that God speaks to us by name? Have you ever been in a store and you hear someone say the name that is actually your name, but they're not talking to you? They're like, be like, Ben! And you look around because your name's Ben, even though they, you know they're not talking to you. But because your name is special, right? That's if your name's Ben. My name's Adam. If your name's Sangi Fee and someone calls your name, it's probably you. <laughs> You've got a unique name. But you see, God calls us personally. And when you come to the house of God, I remember when I came to the house of God and God began to deal with my heart. I don't remember a word the preacher said because there was another conversation that was going on. God was dealing with me about the life that I was living, the life that needed to change, and about a change that needed to happen into my life. And I don't remember one thing the preacher said, but I do know this, that the voice that was Speaking to my heart was the very voice of God. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14, God's remarkable. But therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. I remember reading this uh, story about Target. Target was doing... Uh, purchase-based ads they would send them. So they would record your purchases with their credit card or their debit card. And they would send you ads based upon what you purchased. So they received these personalized ads this man did for his daughter. And it was like, you know, baby vitamins and stuff like that, you know, as if the daughter was pregnant and the daughter was like 17 or something. So the man got mad. The father got mad. He went down to the target and he said, I want to speak to a manager. You're sending me these ads for my daughter as if she's pregnant. And I, you know, I'm mad. And so the manager's like trying to calm him down and different things. Well, uh, apologize. So well, preacher, what happened? <clears throat> She was pregnant. The ads were right. All it was doing was watching what she was buying and saying, well, she's probably pregnant buying all of this type of soda and all this type of stuff. But you know what? It was remarkable. And the Bible says that uh, when a virgin conceives with, uh, and is with child, that's remarkable. Because you see, when someone has a child, they're not a virgin anymore. But the Bible said, but this is different. There's going to be someone who doesn't make a baby in the old-fashioned way. They're going to be a virgin. They're going to conceive. Say, well, preacher, I've heard that the Holy Ghost had sex with Mary. Then she wouldn't have been a virgin. But if she still was a virgin, brother, that's remarkable. Jesus came in a remarkable way. He lived a remarkable life. He died a remarkable death. And then three days later, they went to look for him. Guess what? 
He wasn't there anymore. He is alive. The Bible said the tomb was empty. It's remarkable. See, God does remarkable things. God can look and just touch you and heal you. You know, God still heals. God still heals. Have you ever been healed by God? I've been healed by God. And, you know, it's an amazing thing. God is still a healing God. He's remarkable. You know that blind Bartimaeus, there was a remarkable God. But also people think that God is remarkable. You know, it's interesting. The Bible didn't say he heard Jesus. Blind Bartimaeus was sitting on the side of the road. He was a beggar. He was blind, didn't have a job, didn't have money. And he was just hoping that someone would be a blessing to him and give him some some money or some food. And it's not wrong to beg if you have no other means of support. We're not, we're not against blind Bartimaeus. But it didn't say he heard Jesus. He heard of Jesus. Isn't that something? Have you ever read that? That means people were talking about Jesus. They heard Jesus this and Jesus that. And you know, if you lose one sense, your other senses. You, when it's dark, you can't see anything. Especially my daughter. She's like, Daddy, I heard this. I heard that. Wait, because you think it's a monster, right? Because your ears are open, right? Because your eyes, you can't see anything and your ears begin. Well, when you're blind, your ears begin to be very sensitive. And he heard about this one Jesus. But you see, when Jesus spoke in Luke, it was to restore the sight to the blind. One of the Messiah's jobs was to restore the sight. And if this was Jesus, he could do something for me. I wonder what the people said about Jesus. I wonder what they said. You know, you probably heard all kinds of comments. There were some people that were like, hey, Jesus rose. uh, Jesus had my brother Lazarus rise from the dead. Maybe someone said, hey, Jesus healed this one or Jesus uh, made this uh, made this impossible situation possible. You get around Christians, you're going to start to hear stuff like that. When When we're at conference, it's amazing. We hear stories of just like, no way. Way. What happened? Jesus did it. And you know that God does things today. And so he was probably hearing people pass by saying, there's a Jesus coming and Jesus healed my mother. There's a Jesus coming and Jesus raised my child from the dead. There's a Jesus coming. Jesus did remarkable things. And it's an amazing thing. There was a woman with an issue of blood. Remember that account? And she said in her heart, if I may but touch his garment. She said, I'll be whole. She had a, a leaking issue. It was a, it was a female issue. If, I won't go any more, just be any more descriptive than that. But she said, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, then I'll be whole. Just the hem. And she did. And the fountain of her blood dried up. She was healed. And the Bible said that Jesus turned around in the press and he said, notice thy faith hath made thee whole. You know what God is looking for you and me today? Just simply faith in Christ. And you know what? Uh, When you're walking with God, God's right here. You don't even have to cry out to God. God's right there. You just have to say, God, I just trust you for this need in my life. I just trust you for what I need in my life. God's right there. And now Jesus turned around and he said, Thy faith hath made thee whole. And the woman was made whole from that hour. But you see, what happens when someone has something done that's good in their life? It goes viral. Like I said, what happens? Now, can you imagine if that was being recorded? And someone's like, boop, upload to Twitter, TikTok. I guess you could put it on TikTok. 
not Tinder, but Twitter and TikTok and Facebook and all these other, all these, this guy goes to MySpace with his finger and just uploads it to MySpace. I don't know if MySpace is around anymore. But when you see something like that and a woman gets healed, it goes viral. It's remarkable. It's something that everybody wants to see. I remember there was a video years ago. It was like, Joey bit my finger. And it was this viral video that probably got a billion views. And uh, we find that If you look a few chapters down the road, Matthew chapter 14 and verse 36. So she touched the hem of his garment, right? Notice what happened. And and Matthew chapter 14 and verse 36, and besought him. So people were looking for Jesus. That they might only touch the hem of his garment. How do you think they found out how to do that? You don't have to touch the hem of God's garment. You just have to speak out by faith. But you see, one lady had it work for her. And I believe that people began to remark. People began to talk about it. And someone said, hey, there's a Jesus passing by. Just this one lady grabbed the hem of his garment and she was made whole. And someone's like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to do that, too. I believe have you ever had a piece of clothes that was like dragged in the dirt? You know, I have so many people grabbed the hem of his garment, it probably needed to go to the dry cleaners, okay? But the Bible said, and as many as touched were made perfectly whole. You see, word got out. They had heard of Jesus and they realized if they can do it for one, you know, if God can deliver someone else, God can deliver me. Have you ever looked something up on YouTube? You're like, well, if they can do it, I can do it. You ever fixed your car on, from YouTube? I have. You see how much they're going to charge you at the dealership? And you're like, oh no. Radiator, $700. YouTube. You go buy the part, right? That's what I've done. You don't do it exactly right sometimes and you have to fix, you know, do over. You know, there's some do overs. But there's a whole lot of savings, right? Because YouTube is remarkable. But the Bible said that They remarked about Jesus and the word spread. You know that I was invited to the house of God because the word spread. Someone had had their life changed by Christ. And you see, the last thing is you share what's remarkable. You know, blind Bartimaeus had heard of Jesus. He began to cry out. He began to say, hey, thou son of David, have mercy on me. You know, the Bible says that there's two things. We talk about grace and we talk about mercy. You know, grace is getting something that you don't deserve, right? You know what mercy is? Not getting something that you do deserve. And you know what? We need God's grace but we need God's mercy. He, you know that he wasn't crying out for grace. He said, God, I've got a bigger need than my sight. My soul is headed for a place that I don't want to go. And he said, I don't want to be there. I need Jesus. Now healing is good, but if you haven't had your sins forgiven by Jesus Christ, you need something more than healing. You need something more than a monetary blessing. You need God to forgive your sins. I've got good news. The blood of Jesus Christ is still running the blood of Jesus Christ is still available and all you need to do is by faith just grab that hem of his garment that grab a hold of Jesus and God will do it for you the Bible says that other people told him to be quiet hush they told him to hold his peace shut up so preacher but that's mean that's exactly what they were saying getting all worked up no I'm trying to get a blessing 
I'm trying to get something from my life. You know, when you need something from God, don't let anybody stop you from getting what you need. So a preacher, but God told me to go down to the altar and get, get healed. Well, God told me to go down to the altar and give my life to him. Follow what God says. Because when God and you come together, miracles happen. It's remarkable. The Bible says that Jesus stood still and called for him to come to him and, and uh, he cast away his garment and he came to Jesus. And Jesus said, now Jesus had something to say, what wilt thou, what wilt thou that I should do unto thee? What do you need? Isn't it amazing? God lets you write the ticket. You ever come to a restaurant and they don't tell you, you're going to have this and you're going to eat this and you're going to have, you're going to drink Coke. <laughs> no. They say, what can I get you today? That's the spirit of God. What can I do for you? And he said, Lord, I wonder what he was thinking. He's like, man, I can ask anything. He said, Lord, that I might receive my sight. Let's start with that. And Jesus said, go your way. Your faith hath made thee whole. Just like the woman with the issue of blood, just like you or me. He said, you got it. And you're free. Go your way. God doesn't charge. You don't have to give an offering. God will heal you. And the Bible says he received his sight. And the first thing he saw was Jesus looking right at him. And he said he followed Jesus in the way. Now we came for a conference, but with uh, heads bowed and eyes closed, I want to share one thing with you that in the conference. It was on worship. And we came late to a prayer meeting. <laughs> it started at 1030. We were late. That's all right. We made it. Say, preacher, I was late to church. Who cares? You made it, right? You made it. You're here. And we were late to a prayer meeting. We came in and there was like this spirit of worship going on. I mean, it was unlike a normal prayer meeting, right? People were worshiping God. The, the, the volume was up, but it wasn't the volume. People were reaching out to God. They were crying out to God. And I just jumped right in. And so someone walked up to the mic and they said something, but I couldn't hear what they said. And then there was some cheering and different things. And, and so I was like, man, it was a good report, but I don't know what they said. Well, I'll tell you what, found out later, my brother-in-law is a pastor and right before conference, he fell off a ladder 15 feet up, 15 feet in the air, landed on his back on the concrete and hurt his back. I think he fractured his back and he was on, you know, medicine and different things. Well, he came to the conference from Washington state, 2000 miles away. And in the middle of that prayer meeting, I couldn't hear it, but I spoke to my brother-in-law later. He said, God touched my back. And he began to twist back and forth. He said, I couldn't do this before. God touched my back. And that was what happened. What? It was remarkable. And that's why they said it over the pulpit. It's remarkable. That's why he was telling me. And it, they shared it in the service. Why? Because there's still a healing God out there. He hasn't left you. He hasn't forsaken you. He didn't just quit healing. He didn't quit saving. God is still God. He's still God in Missouri. He's still God in Jacksonville. He's still God anywhere you call out to him in faith. And right now, you call out to God in faith. You make a remark. God will do something in your life. And then you can talk about it. You know, I went in one way and I came out another way. God forgave me. God cleansed me. God set me free. You know, God can set you free. If there's something holding you back, you can drop it in Jesus' name. Say, God, do something in my life.
our faith.